You're listening to episode 183 of the FitzPro podcast, and today's episode is a deep dive in part one of the experience that I had through 2021 and 2022 of using Facebook ads for a specific funnel within my business. It ultimately failed. It unequivocally failed. And I am taking you deep into the lessons that I learned all about myself. So this will not be bashing the agency that I worked with. That's not my intention whatsoever. But I will want to share with you everything that I learned and yielded from 12 months of committing to this process and the losses that came with that, because those are where we learn the most, I think, in business. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. So funny enough, we are going to start off with me telling you to join my free workshop, which is in fact what we were driving people to through the ads. Um, the ads were for my my business workshop, Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can join that at anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. That is always in the show notes. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on my site, all the things. While you are over on the site, go to anniemiller.co slash resources, and that is where you can find all of the other free stuff that I have created for you, whether you are a trainee, a trainer, or an entrepreneur. So this will undoubtedly be, like I said in the intro, a two-part series because I am unpacking a year-long experience that I think has unending golden nuggets for all of you, even if you never take this particular approach to your business. I think the lessons that came from it apply to a lot of different things well beyond using Facebook ads or any paid advertising for your business. This is the story of me going all in with Facebook ads for 12 months. And when I say all in, I mean $80,000. So between the ads and the agency fee for the agency that I worked with. I paid over $80,000 and they made me a grand total of $6,000. And that's me being generous. That's me giving them the benefit of the doubt. I can only confirm that $4,000 was actually generated from the ads, but regardless, a clear loss, right? This was not a success. Now, I will not be mentioning the agency that I worked with. Uh, That's nor here nor there. Uh, They certainly had their faults, I will say that. (laughs) But today is about my lessons, my takeaways, and most importantly, what you can learn from my experience. That's why I want to share this with you. There is so much context that is needed. So let's dive in and lay down a clear background so you understand kind of what led led to this experience. In January 2021, I launched my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. It was a massive hit, massive hit being the profitability of the workshop's 24-hour fast action bonuses, driving 
the workshop attendees to purchase my Fitzpro Foundations course. That's the funnel. Join the workshop. There was 24 and 72 hour bonuses that were available if you purchased within that time frame. And that was purchasing Fitzpro Foundations. So when I say it was a massive hit, I mean that worked really, really, really well with my warm audience. And we will get into that difference uh, and that really important factor later. So I hit my revenue and enrollment goals easily for the first half of the year, first six months. Then it was clear that I needed to venture into paid traffic. I kind of felt like I was hitting my ceiling for my organic traffic right? My organic enrollments, my organic leads. The woman who built my funnel was absolutely amazing. That was a very good experience that I had. She saw my numbers after month one and said that I was ready for ads right away. But the first month of anything is deceiving, right? It's an outlier. We see much more real indicative trends over time. So in June 2021, I set up a call with a Facebook ads agency that a friend and a colleague of mine had used, and they were recommended by more than one person. The context of why this agency had been successful for these other people that I knew became much clearer to me after my 12 months with them. And also why it didn't work for my business. Uh, I seemed to be their ideal client and we began ads in September 2021. Okay, so June, I was like kind of feeling that I had hit my ceiling with organic, needed paid ads, started ads in September 2021. So why did I do the ads? What approach did we take? Because that's a very broad, Facebook ads didn't work for me. Well, what did you do? There's far, 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 far more than one approach you can take with paid advertisement, specifically with Facebook ads. And Facebook ads do include Instagram ads as well. The reason and driving factor for pursuing ads was to create space. That was extremely clear. I needed time and space to create my pure programming course and set up some other back-end things that I had planned for 2022 and beyond. I needed to be done with live launching Fitzboro Foundations. I needed this evergreen webinar that was working to continue driving people into my client pool. That was my driving factor. I needed space. I needed time to do other things. And Ads were going to allow me to do that, or so I thought. I was willing to lose, this is very, very important, I was willing to lose all of the money in order to indefinitely say that this approach did or did not work. I needed this particular what if off of the table one way or the other, whether it was a failure or a success. I didn't want to go another year without knowing whether or not this approach worked for me. And let me tell you that it is now off of the table for a very good while. The agency handled everything. I did the all in for you, done for you approach because again, that's that's what I needed. I chose the completely done for you package because again, that is what I needed. I needed the space, I needed the time, but this was ultimately a mistake and I wouldn't suggest it for any any approach almost in business Um, or, you know, there's nuance, but you'll find that my lessons largely revolve around me taking my hands way too far off the wheel. We targeted cold traffic most of the time. That was the plan. And this is very important to note and remember as I unpack my lessons. Keep in mind 
that my business has been built on organic, warm traffic very successfully. Cold traffic is a whole other ball game that I was not prepared for. So let's get into the lessons, okay? There's the backstory. That was the approach that we took. Cold traffic to my workshop in order for me to have space. So they would tell me what I needed to create. I would create it as far as like whatever I needed to do for the ads. Um, they would handle everything else. I didn't look at the back end. I didn't do anything. They did all of it. I generally prefer working with one human over a team or an agency. That is lesson number one. That is what something I have learned about myself. This is a very general lesson um, from two clear cut experiences now in growing my business and scaling my business. I worked with a tax I worked with a tax agency that I highly highly disliked. I do not recommend them. Um, and now this, another agency I would not recommend working with. Perhaps it is a me thing. I don't deny that at all, but I also do think that I just prefer as like my personality, a one-on-one -on -one interpersonal relationship, even if it is with someone on a team within an agency, I really like to have a go-to person that I'm in contact with that has open communication that feels very much so like a relationship. That's something that is really needed for me and the way that my brain functions. I need education. I need to be a part of the process and to understand things via information to feel safe and informed. I know that about my personality. And this has become something that's pretty undeniable to me through these particular experiences and working with one-on-one -on -one individuals versus working with agencies. Knowing this about myself is vital as a business owner. And it may have to come through some less than ideal experiences, but the good news is it's data to help you move forward and make aligned decisions if you don't know that about yourself. You're certainly going to learn it over time through decisions that you make and experiences that you have. The next one, the next lesson is in hiring an expert in something, which I knew this before getting into this, um, and just I was so desperate for the time and the space to work on other things that I just wanted to hand this over to them and it work. That's a mistake. In hiring an expert in something, I need to keep one hand on the steering wheel at least. I need to keep my vision clear and be more forward with questions rather than, you know, quote unquote, trusting them because they're the expert. That's a very dangerous approach to take. It's a very easy approach to take. It's a very tempting approach to take, but I really encourage you to learn from me. In fact, fun story, it felt very much so like this agency and creative team was trying to fit me into fit me and my brand into their box or their system, and it wasn't working. I felt that from very, very early on. And finally, way too long later, I asked why we weren't doing more face-to-camera video versus static graphics. So they started with all like square static graphics. And I was just like, I don't remember the last time I clicked on an ad that was a square graphic. Like I click on videos all the time. So I didn't know what questions to ask or how hard to push because in my mind, I was like, well, they're the experts. I don't know. I don't run ads. I don't know what to do, right? So that was kind of this constant back and forth that I had over the 12 months, honestly. So side note, I had shown some of these creatives, which the creative is the graphic that they create, uh, made by the team. 
to a few of my friends and colleagues of mine, and the feedback was clear that these images were not me. They were not in alignment with my brand. Again, this was a lesson for me. For someone who trusts their gut and takes pride in doing so, I really dropped the ball on this one. I did not push back nearly enough. Colleagues made comments like, you look like every other business coach, and you're not. Where is the Annie factor in this? Would you create that piece of content? It was clear that there was a misalignment, but the team was using my brand photos, they were using stuff I was giving them. So in my mind, it it was my brand and I was letting the experts do their job. I didn't know what performed well in a Facebook ad. How was I supposed to provide feedback? But I totally felt and valued the comments of my colleagues and agreed with them. I had only ever done organic marketing and frankly, I do it very well. There is some truth to the fact that what works for organic marketing may not be best for cold traffic. And so I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to let them do their thing and create what they need to create from my brand images and from my brand because they know better than I do, which is false. <laughs> they don't know better than I do. Uh, and and you need to remember that when you hire an expert to really, really, really almost extra, extra tune into your intuition and the core of your brand. It needs to be clearer than ever when you do hire, when you do bring people on to help you with things and be a part of your brand. So then when they asked for a creative one week, I just said, hey, can I also just send you a face-to-camera video and we can compare the performance of your static image with my face-to-camera video? Same exact like uh, theme, same exact creative, just one video, one static post. I kid you not. I have to pause before I say this because it irritates me so much. <laughs> I kid you not, my face-to-camera video became the agency's best performing ad, period, across all their clients in all fields, not to toot my own horn, but I wasn't surprised by that. Not because I'm amazing, but because of ads that I click on as a consumer. It's, it's what I do. It's why people enjoy learning from me. It's how I attract my ideal clients, if you will. This was also at the point that I had downgraded from paying them to run traffic to my workshop to paying. So once, you know, I think it was four or five months that went by, we were running traffic to the workshop. No sales had been made. And so I was like, I'm going to downgrade to you just building my email list because this is not making me money. Um, so at this point, we had downgraded to just driving people to a certain mailing list of mine instead of going to the uh, paid product, which is a free workshop, but the point is to make money from Fitzboro Foundation. So we will cover that specifics, um, the specifics of that in part two of this series. So from that point on, we did face to camera video and more reels and story style ads and the performance went through the freaking roof. At that point, I was like, why am I paying for this? What, what am I paying for? But I was paying them to run the ads, choose the audiences, and do everything that I had no clue what to do. Really, I was just making the videos. They were doing everything else. So that's what I was paying for. I was desperate for growth. 
and space, like I made clear, but really should have taken a done with you approach to ads rather than done for you. It would have benefited me so much to be a part of like, what audiences are we choosing? Why are we choosing this audience? Can you show me the back end of this? Can I see the analytics? I should have been way more involved in that and a much bigger advocate for myself because I was way too in the dark and didn't know how to navigate this experience. And that's just, a, it proved to be a lot of wasted time and a lot of wasted money because of that mistake on my part. Even if hiring an expert, you have to have a clear vision and an idea of how you want that expert to perform on your behalf, on behalf of your brand. Do way more research and due diligence than I did, please. People buy because of me. That's something I learned. I am a true personal brand. And that became so clear to me, crystal clear to me, clearer than ever through this experience. And now I have that data to move forward with, right? So from this information, a better approach for me and my brand probably would have been to focus on getting my organic content and appearance in front of more people. So not via paid content, but via paying people like a PR agency or a YouTube manager or something else to get me in front of more people organically in a different space. So back in August or September of 2021, right, when I was signing up for these ads, a mentor and a colleague of mine advised against Facebook ads for my particular brand. He made that clear. He was not wrong, but like him, I was going to learn the hard way. I needed this, like I said, I really wanted this option. I wanted this what if off of the table with a clear win or a clear loss. It was a clear loss. If you, if you were wondering, it was a loss, uh, but a loss that I was willing to take for a definitive answer. He said to me back in August or September, people buy because of you. You have a true personal brand and people need to trust you. They need to build trust with you. So something like, he was like, I would take that money and put it into a PR agency or hiring people to get you on more than one platform. That seems like a better idea for your brand. Guys, he was not wrong. He was just so, so aggressively correct. And at that point that he said that, I had never even considered or really heard of that. I just thought like the next step was Facebook ads or was paid advertising, and that is not the case. So now I am exploring those other options. Um, the same week that I canceled my Facebook ads agency that I was working with for 12 months, I kid you not, I got an email from an extremely well-known media agency inquiring to represent me and my brand. I can't say at the recording or at the time of this recording if that worked out or not because I'm pre- recording this big time, but I am sure that I will keep you in the loop as to what I decide in real time with my approach moving forward with marketing, with growing my audience, what is the next step? To conclude, after the ads, it was clear that I had lost a bit of my vision for my business. I depended on the ads working and just wanted to let go and breathe while they worked in the background. That's not how ads work, you guys. That's how they're sold oftentimes, but that is not how they work in the long term, even if they're successful. That was a very clear mistake of my own, 
and a lesson that I will take into whatever new venture or approach I take with growing my business or audience. So stay tuned for part two, where I will be discussing the specifics of downgrading with the agency halfway through the year. So marketing to more of a warm audience versus a cold audience, marketing to a free email list versus a workshop or a paid product, the ads approach that I would personally take in the future if I was to venture back into ads. That is what we will be covering in part two of this series. So thank you for listening. I hope, I hope, I hope that you learn something from this. Um, If you enjoyed this episode or you want to support the Fitzroy podcast, please give it five stars in a written review wherever you tune in from. Check out my mailing list. Uh, You can choose between Annie's Weekly Wisdom and Annie's Daily Dose. Go to AnnieMiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for listening to the Fitzboro podcast. podcast.